explore yourself, develop spiritually, and create a spirit-centered life. Listen in as I bring forth metaphysical, spiritual, magical, and mystical information from my 60 years of intuitive living and 30 plus years of professional service. Welcome to your mystical direction. This is Lisa Busan. Happy Tuesday, the mystical direction Tuesday. I love these days. I love these days. I go a little early in the morning and get all my running done and then I can put my face on and do what I need to do to be here with you guys. <laughs> Yay! So today we're talking about learning how to play with spirit. And I do always, I do always affirm that play is the best way to communicate with your loved ones. And then at the end of the broadcast today, I'll be doing a few mediumship readings with Spirit who happen to pop in. So hopefully you'll remain here at the end of the broadcast. That would be great. So... As you guys start coming in, give me a howdy or hi or what the hell or <laughs> whatever, just to let me know that you're here and listening in and everything's broadcasting okay. If you could do that, that would be great. While you're doing that, I'm going to take a drink. Give me a second. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for chiming in. So... Again, today's video or today's live is all about talking to spirit, how we do that, how we get them to interact with us, and what to actually expect, right? Because sometimes when we have a loved one pass, immediately after they pass, we think, oh, they can communicate, they can um, turn on lights and stuff like that. Well, they can. But I'll tell you what, it has to take a quick learner. Now, being that spirit is nothing but pure energy, they can very easily affect that which is energy, like light bulbs and radio stations and things like that. Fans and all different kinds of stuff. And so in saying that, you might question those little bits of electrical weirdness that happen. Like, is that you? Is that, to be honest with you, it probably is. Because they are usually pretty quick to understand that, oh, I can play with this and I can affect this. And how they do it, I don't know. But maybe they stick their hand in it. Maybe they just kind of envelop it or whatever to get it to turn on, turn off act wonky yeah I know when my dad passed I can't remember exactly how long it was after his passing that my daughter said "Uh oh we have a light show going on I think it was about a week maybe and she has a light with 
like a chandelier fan type thing with four different light bulbs in it in her uh, dining area and they were like randomly going off yeah so a little light show for my dad he's been uh, through a few times with my grandson because of course little kids are very intuitive they're very able to pick up a random spirit whether they hear them see them feel him or whatever and so it's such a neat thing that sometimes we dismiss what we get and kids are like eh, as a matter of fact what's no big deal eh, i don't want to talk about it what a goofy thing to talk about of course they're there you know so yeah so if you have little kids at home ask them and take it as a matter of fact that they're speaking to spirit because they have no expectations and that's pretty much what today's talk about playing with spirit is all about having no expectations like not getting tied down to expecting okay i need the lights to go off and on or i need the radio to turn off and on or things like that right so throughout all my classes that i teach I always tell my students to play you've got to play with spirit and when I say that I mean that there's no expectations and if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen if we mess up we mess up we try again right so think of yourself as this child that is learning a new skill you know they fall down at first right and then we get back up it's as simple as that and so today i want to talk about setting expectations loosely we're going to do it loosely and for instance you might tell your spirit people i want to see this but set loose expectations for instance you might say well i want to see in the next couple days so don't put it too far out maybe by tomorrow the next couple days I want to see a smiley face sunshine but you've got to realize that we're not necessarily talking about looking for the smiley face sunshines on Facebook emojis no we might be looking at a billboard we might be looking at a menu we might be looking at a note from a teacher or something like that right so something that is common yet not real common so it's not something that you would see every day okay for instance and this is so i call myself an open-minded skeptic i've always been that person that you have to prove it to me before i believe it or before i can state that it's a truth so when i was first taking spirit guide classes i'm thinking this is a bunch of bs this is kind of crazy right well open-minded skeptic I said, okay, if you're really here, within the next couple of days, I want to see someone with a blue shoe on and a green shoe on. Like, what are the chances of that, right? So remember, I said someone. I didn't say it was a kid. I didn't say it was an old person. I didn't say it was someone with, uh, that was bald or, you know what I mean? So I kept it loose, right? Even though one green shoe and one blue shoe is pretty damn exact. Well, and then I forgot about it, right? I set it aside. I didn't say, come on, come on, come on. We've got to look at this. So it was almost like I jokingly set it as a desire. Like, if you're really here, show me this. But I 
took it with a grain of salt, to be honest with you. Well, I'll be damned if the next day I was in the supermarket. And as I was going into the checkout lane, in front of me was this little boy in the cart. Little legs flapping, you know, kicking, kicking, kicking. One green shoe and one blue shoe. Surprised the heck out of me, let me tell you. It surprised me so much. And I actually mentioned it to the mom, saying, Oh, silly kids, they've always got to dress themselves or pick their choices or whatever. She says, Yeah, he just, he likes green and blue, so that's the way he wanted to dress today. I got my message. Because I wasn't really having any expectations. To be honest with you, I doubted it. I got my message. Yeah, I, I guess you, there you are here. I guess you are here. So whether see, I didn't know who it or he or she was at the time. I didn't know who that was. I just said, okay. An androgynous uh, spirit guide who ultimately turned out to be a female that kind of looks like the nanny on Mary Poppins. Anyways, so, yeah, so that's how you do it, right? You have, you set expectations loosely so be very random and very I guess unattached to what it is that you're looking for right yep all right next there's also something that I played with for quite a while I haven't done it in a long time but every once in a while we have uh, form of spirit guides that are called runners whether they're in our band which on, in other words they come and go or whatever but we have a bunch of spirit helpers that I like to call runners so let's say you're going shopping or you're going somewhere and you know it's going to be crowded and the part so let's say we're going to Sam's Club or Costco's the parking lots are always jam-packed right unless you go first thing in the morning but so you're driving there and all the while you're thinking to yourself I'm seeing myself in the very first parking spot and there's a sign in front of me that says reserved for Lisa Busan of course insert your own name so you're gonna say okay runners help me out here and I'm going to imagine that sign in the very first parking spot well I'll be damned you know what I think my guides were like keeping me humble because I never got that spot never once I always got the spot right next to it and I'd say that probably has to have happened 30 times easy I always get the spot right next to it so isn't it kind of funny so Sharon, I can't help you if it's cutting out. I, I'm seeing nothing on my end and usually I would see like a blip or something like that or a freeze or whatever. So I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not seeing this. Anyway, so play with that. Just say runners, help me out. I want to see, and then you imagine yourself. You imagine that sign in your mind's eye all the way there. Imagine it, right? Say, uh, reserved for Katie Harris, reserved for Lori Roberts, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. So reserved for, and you just look at a little sign in front of your parking space that you want, but keep that parking space and that sign in your mind on the way there. 
And you'd be really surprised how easily that is because anybody can do that. Anybody can do it. It's when you don't and you say, well, this is just stupid. And then you give it up. You don't to start, you don't finish concentrating on it. That's not going to work. But so play the game. Play the game. That's the thing. Play the game. Remember, I don't give a rip whether it works or not. I don't care. I don't, you know, I have no um, expectations. I have no barriers. You're playing the game. And that's how you're going to succeed. Mm -hmm. When you start getting so, like, I've got to have communication. I've got to have connection. I've got to, 100, 100% 100 of the time, you're going to be wrong. Or you're gonna not. You're not going to succeed because you're too tied to the outcome. You're too tied to the outcome. So put it out there, hold it strong in your mind, but be loose, be relaxed, be open to how spirit presents the information to you. Mm -hmm. The the greater you can play. And not really give a damn whether you're right or wrong or not give a damn whether it's succeeding or not, the more you're going to succeed. Yeah. All right. Um, also, yeah, so if you play the game without expectation of winning or losing, in other words, right or wrong, because so many people, and I see new mediums do this and new psychics do it, or people that are trying to build those muscles. The more they worry about whether they're right or wrong, the more they're going to be wrong. Because they're worried about saving face, or they're worried about being wrong, being embarrassed about being wrong, or that kind of thing. And as soon as I tell my students, you know what, play the game. Be that child. Don't care whether you're right or wrong. Just give what you get. Just expect and accept what you get from the world of spirit. So in my mid-30s, when it was kind of like the light switched on and I couldn't turn it off, so I was getting message hits 24-7. Pretty freaking scary. I would get these intuitive hits. And this was right about, right about the same time, maybe even before I started studying about spirit guides where I would be driving along and I would get this, oh my God, like the heebie-jeebies, or I would get the sick in the pit of my stomach. And three days later, there was an accident. I was in an accident in the exact same spot. Well, it took me a while to figure out, for me, everything was like three days, like the messages would come in three days. But it doesn't have to happen like that for you. But, so pay attention to those heebie-jeebies, those gut instinct, the empathic, muscles that you have and if you want to and I do suggest it write those things down because there will be a pattern You're, there will be a pattern and that's the way spirit establishes the communication with you so pay attention yep pay attention to this good Linda I'm glad you're ready to try this it's exciting yeah so yes yeah, so let me look one more thing mind you I always keep a list of talking points. Yeah, so in the final thing which I already mentioned was the biggest trick is to not care. Just put it out there. 
Put your intentions out there. Put your expectations out there. And then be loose with them. Allow the what you expect to come in spirit's method. Not in your method, but in spirit's method. Remember, especially if they're especially if they're new to the world of spirit, they will have some limitations. They might yet not have figured out how to do something. So and it is a learning curve for them. It's like they're in school again. So just be open to what you're seeing and hearing and that kind of thing. One of the things I do always tell people about is we know that each of our homes have its own vocabulary, I call it. So we know the bumps, we know the noises, we know the ticks, we know the, right? So when the furnace turns on or the air conditioning turns on or the dishwasher turns on or whatever it is, right? We know those creaks and groans. That's the house's vocabulary. When something is outside of that vocabulary and you cannot find a logical answer for it, you pretty much bet it's spirit. And the, the, the sounds that you hear can be inside your head or outside your head. Very quiet. And then also extremely loud. I remember one time my husband and I were sitting in the family room and we heard this huge crash at the other end of the house. and like It really sounded like someone had tipped a dresser over. It was that loud. And we walked in the back of the house. So it's like, there's nothing wrong here. So it shows you how loud it can be. And it was definitely in the house. It was like 10 o'clock at night. It wasn't outside. So of course, we looked for the logical, and there wasn't any logical. But interesting enough, my husband heard it too. So that's interesting. Normally, just I hear it. My husband doesn't hear as well. But he heard it as well. So that was pretty exciting for me that there was actual validation there. You know, so for instance, here's another thing. For instance, my paternal grandfather's here a lot, an awful lot. I have his, a chair that he made, a rocking chair that he made in my house. My father-in-law is here a lot as well. And we often hear his footsteps. When we're downstairs, it really sounds like some man, like with work boots or heavy boots, is walking through the house. My husband's heard that as well, so that's pretty exciting. So the two men are in my house a lot. So I have a lot of noise. I have a lot of noise. Other people come in quietly. My dad doesn't make noises too much. He makes his appearance now and again. He walks, when I'm doing reading, sometimes he'll just walk up to the door of the room I'm reading in and just... Let his appearance be known. Let him let me know he's checking in, and that's about it, which is nice. But so often, yes. So Shelly says inaudible voices. Absolutely, absolutely. So <clears throat> inaudible voices would sound like you're you're overhearing a conversation, like in a motel or something like that. So you're hearing an inaudible conversation. You can hear two different voices or more. And you can tell that they're having a conversation, but you can't tell what they're saying. That's a pretty cool thing. And that's very common with someone who's clairaudient. And then you may also hear one word or two words. I remember waking up one morning to a woman's voice, like right in my ear, right there, saying, Hello. And I was at that 
waking time, you know, I was just about ready to wake up. Of course, it scared the crap out of me. So I jumped out of bed like, who the hell is that? But, and I didn't recognize the voice. So I was assuming it was an angel or something like that, right? And keep in mind, you can talk to angels in, in this manner that I was speaking of. Angels, spirit guides, loved ones, animals. You can speak to all manner of spiritual being in this way. Right? As long as you have fun and open the door to how they want to present it to you. Right? So. Okay. So I'm going to be doing a few random readings. These are mediumship readings, mind you. So I'm not going direct. In other words, I'm not going to pick people from the side of the my comment screen. Okay. I'm just going to bring in random spirit. And you're going to have to identify these people. Now, you must have probably 90% of the information or just then accept what comes in for someone else as a cledon, which is information that you can accept and take from someone else's message as being from your own loved one. And it happens all the time. Very normal. This happens when there's a piggyback going on. In other words, split linking. And, and this means that there's two or more spirit with much of the same information, if not all of the same information. So if you could hear or stay by your um, computer screen or your phone screen so you can validate the information that comes through, that would be wonderful. Now, the first person, the first spirit person that I have coming through, I believe, is a dad. And I feel like he's, an, well, dad, dad or grandpa on, on dad's side. He is kind of an old-fashioned looking man. He reminds me of, yeah, he might be a grandfather. Anyways, he reminds me of someone who would have been very outdoorsy or even farming, possibly, of some sort. Whether it's animals or plants or whatever, but even farming, I believe. That feels very prominent, all right? I'm also picking up the there's a John and there's a John and there's a John. <laughs> so there could be two different Johns here or the names in the family are repetitive. Alright? So keep that in mind. It could be literal John and John or it could just be that there's multiple people with the same name coming down. Alright? Now I'm also picking up that there's a with him, there's a woman with him. She's on, yeah, she's medium built, I would say. And I do get a sense with her that there was some cancer before she passed. And then also, with him, I'm, I'm picking up more heart. Heart problems, all right? Does somebody understand this? So keep in mind, I need you right by the, the screen here. Type fast. Type real fast. So, no, not fishing or boating, although that might be part of it, but this he didn't show me that, okay? So, if you understand this, Michelle understands this, Renee does, okay. Now, so both you girls listen in, and if anybody else listens in, just take this, you know, take, take what part, parts of it you, you can own, we put it that way, right? As being your, from your loved ones. So, one of the things that I'm picking up, there's either a Ray, Ray, J, K, something like this. I'm getting that sound, right? So for me, names I hear beginning and end, 
And then I also often hear just the consonants, right? So it's kind of like a guessing game for me, unfortunately, but unless something's like hits me in the head. So I also get that. <clears throat> but Randy, are there repetitive names in your family? See, that's what I said. Either John, John, or it could be Kevin, Kevin, or Don, Don, right? So there has to be repetitive names if that's the case. Now, if you can take 90% of it or more, then I'm definitely with you. So anyone, anyone here can take what's being said. So grandson is KJ. Oh, how funny is that? KJ, that's funny. Okay, so... One of the things I'm seeing, now Grandpa wants to talk to me about your voice. And I don't necessarily feel like it's a voice box thing, but it might be. But that's not what I'm picking up. I feel more of having, having a voice, speaking your truth. Speaking what comes to mind, but with courtesy. So you're still speaking your truth. You're still standing up for yourself, but you're doing it in a polite way where you're not shaking the boat. And what I'm seeing is, this is kind of funny. So I don't know if it's by Memorial Day. I'm thinking it's by Memorial Day because he just gave me a, the image in my head of a someone riding a horse with and holding a flag uh, the american flag so this tells me that this would probably be by memorial day that you need to speak your truth but do it with care he didn't say with caution in other words hold something back no you need to let everything come forward because it's your truth but you do need to make sure that you're not it doesn't come across as though you're attacking. And this, I feel, is in multiple areas of your life, work and family. So I just kind of feel like you're you're getting um, buffeted from different angles in your life. And you need to be, uh, be careful of that. All right? So watch your steps and just watch what comes out of your mouth. Mm, I'd have so much trouble with this. Not a good thing. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> So next, I have another lady coming through. She's uh, very petite. She's lovely. She's probably about 5'2", maybe 5'3". Her hair is done. Salt and pepper, but mostly pepper. She still has some pepper in there. And she has very lovely cheekbones. She's, she's on the thin side. She's not gaunt, but she is thin. Now, she is she's telling me she doesn't look as old as she's saying. She's saying to me that she's probably about 83, but she looks to be more like early 70s so she looks really good now I do get a sense of her being I want to say Italian but I also have to say I'm not sure but I do feel like she's native Italian but uh, she's been here a long time she's been in the States a long time so some type of um, some type of foreign descent i want to say heavily foreign descent all right so she might have come over early on her in her early in her life into the states all right she's also showing me either sherry or sharon i'm getting an shr sound 
So, of course, that doesn't have to be her, as you know. This could be you. It could be someone around you in the family. <clears throat> She's talking to me about... Oh, I love her. She's talking to me about bandwidth. In other words, she... You're hearing noise from her. You're hearing possibly something going on on the radio. And pay attention to what's going on on the radio. Because sometimes spirit will randomly... Like when you're turning on the radio, you'll randomly hear the same song over and over and over. So you'd think it's not really random, but you had no part in turning on that specific song. All right. So if you can understand this, probably close to her 80s, very pretty lady put together. She's got she's got lovely, lovely face, lovely cheekbones. And then also I feel like there's some type of connection to either Italy or Greece or something like that someplace yeah all right so she oh Shelly remember I said Sherry so maybe it's not Sherry it's maybe it's Shelly okay hang on possibly now she's also showing me it looks like she's making focaccia bread so I think she's confirming that it's Italian. All right. So Shelly, if you can, you can take that, let me know. And of course, focaccia bed might be just, doesn't mean that she had to make it, but that, that was her way of getting through that. This is, this is, um, her telling us that she's Italian. Right. Now she's also showing me like, yeah, Italian. So this morning I was at Vince and Joe's, and if you're not in Michigan or the Southeast Michigan, it's a, a nice Italian meat produce deli type place. And interesting, first generation, her daughter Sharon and granddaughter. Oh, okay, yeah. So Amanda, yeah. So take this, both you girls, take this as a, a relative from you, okay? So whether it's a cleat on or not, but just take what you can. So anyway, so she showed me this, which I was just there this morning. So there may have been, there may be reference to a market in the family or someone also having a farm in the family. But because she's showing me the the produce and the meats and stuff like that. All right. So just know she's coming through telling you that she loves you. She wants you to make certain, and she says that it's a matter of fact that she does come through in song lyrics. So I'd be a hard one to sell on that because very rarely do I listen to the radio or listen to music. I just, you know, after so many years in such a public place like doing <laughs> doing a real job where there was constant noise yeah that's kind of turned me off from it but anyways so yeah so just look at that as her way of communicating with you oh that's neat so oh you work at Vincent Joe's oh now that's interesting haha -ha. so Carol you need to go back and look at everything that was said because it's probably for you too yeah interesting isn't that I love it. I love how they do that. It's so funny. All right. No, ooh, I hate these. The next is an adult male, young. I feel like 
he's a son to someone here. I want to say he's no more than, well, right around 30, I would say. Dark hair. His hair was thinning, I do see. And medium build, a little stocky. Like he's one of those guys that's just, like he's not really overweight, he's just big. All right. And he's showing me by his appearance, by his clothing, which I don't normally take into account, but it's important to him. So I'm, so his clothing would dictate to me that he was just the average guy. I almost get a sense that he might have been in construction or some kind of building or something like that because he's wearing those brown suede leather like safety boots that kind of thing and then also he's wearing jeans which are worn and I can't tell because at first I thought he was wearing like a Carhartt jacket but now he's got a jean jacket on so that's interesting how he changed so keep that in mind so keeping this in mind that this is a young man I say no more than 32 33 I'm going to say very at the very most I would say between 27 and 33 and I do feel like he's a son or a grandson to somebody here I feel more like a son though now I'm getting a sense that there was something with I do want to say substance abuse whether there's someone drinking and driving or something like that. Because I feel like there was, his passing was an accident, he's saying to me. However, I do feel like there was some kind of substance abuse involved. If you can take that or part of it, please chime in on the comments. I am getting... Uh, linking name of Jeff keeping in mind that can be your name it can be a husband's name or a brother's name or whatever or his and then it also felt like there was either a Larry or a Lawrence involved and then a Kai or maybe Kyle all I'm hearing is Kai Kai, like K-Y, so I'm assuming it's a Kyle, all right, so if you can take that, please chime in, I'm not getting anybody yet, so I'm not sure who this is, now, and if this happens, that no one chimes in, which is fine, sometimes I, I want you to know that you are to remember this young man, just remember what was said, because sometimes it's your acquaintances, or the people that you meet and you'll be able to tell them that their son is okay right so if randomly if you hear of someone's son passing away from a drunk driver or something like that yeah you know, just let them know that he's all right sometimes that happens in one-on-one -on -one readings as well where some random person will pop in right that you're not really sure of and we just need to pass that information along right now This young man is also telling me he was a hunter or did something with bow and arrow, whether it's just shooting or, or hunting. But then I also get a 
sense of yeah I feel like he's a handyman I feel like he is someone that would work outdoors or with his hands in some way okay so I'm gonna leave that at that because no one's taking it and that's fine so as I said just remember I also now have I have a taller like six foot anyways thin man not gaunt but thin and I want to say he's close to 80 when he passed oh okay so Randy's husband is Larry with the bow hunter and carpenter all right so this could be someone around your husband could be someone around your husband Randy because this man is young unless well your husband is so he's still living so just keep in mind that it could be someone that's around him so I would own that Randy and just pass it along if you run into someone who's lost a son and because like I said the first thing that came out of his mouth was I'm here for my mom all right so just keep that in mind sweetheart all right so getting back I have this tall man lean not gaunt but lean and I'm gonna say close to 80s I'm gonna say 78 to 82 possibly does have nice white hair kind of looks like my dad reminds me of my dad a little bit but it's not him anyways so he's talking to me about a hiccup prior to his passing and the hiccup is hiccups are my symbol for that he probably shouldn't have passed right away that there was something wrong or something happened that probably shouldn't have happened that made him pass a little bit sooner now mind you the hiccup can be his own actions like he didn't take care of himself or whatever or <clears throat> or that there was a lot of testing and work going on while he's hospitalized and the surgeons or physicians didn't find what what was causing him problems all right so there's that hiccup right so something happened and he just makes me feel like he passed a little sooner than what he probably would have. And he's probably talking like six months, maybe, maybe three, three to six months. So he does recognize that his passing was imminent anyway. However, he did pass a little bit sooner than what he would have liked. Now, he's also showing me... Oh, now this is interesting. I love when this happens. It's kind of sad when it happens, but I love when this happens. So what he's doing, he's actually coming through as a harbinger for someone else. So in other words, someone else either doesn't want to make their presence known or doesn't have the connection to me that would be needed to make that connection, right? Doesn't have the, the kind of like the vibrational link because he's talking about someone who committed suicide, the older man. Is talking to me about someone who committed suicide I do feel like the person who committed suicide is also a man I do not however feel like it's the man that we just had here I think this is something totally different all right so if your dad's in spirit and you also know someone in your family or very close to you that committed suicide chime in chime in so the older man is acting kind of as a conduit or mm, kind of lending energy mm-hmm hang on 
Yes, Renee. Yeah, Renee. So Renee says her uncle George just passed. He had a bowel blockage, went to the hospital, and they sent him home. He ended up back in the hospital and died of a heart attack before they could get the blockage out. Near 80 and white hair. Absolutely yes, Renee. All right. Okay, so Laura says, I was afraid the first man you were talking about was Mark who killed my sister. Um, the younger man, Laura? If you're talking about the younger man that no one would take, let me know that. But anyway, so I'm going to get to Renee and, and talk about these, these men. Okay. So Beverly, it's very random. I'm not doing the specific. It's just... Uh, very random. Oh, could very well be. Laura says, yeah, Mark killed himself after he killed her sister. Oh, my gosh. So it could very well be. So he never really came through and said anything much other than making his point known that. So that's probably an apology. You know, and I know that would be a hard one to take, Laura. Absolutely. But I'm sure that that's why he came through. Why else would he come through, right? So Renee, let me get back up here. i got to find you again. All right, so Uncle George. All right, so yes, that's the hiccup. That's the hiccup, Renee, where he goes in for one thing and they send him home because they can't find it and then he comes back and passes. Yes, there's a hiccup. So if they, like he said, if they had found that, he could have lingered on or, or lasted. But remember he said he would have passed probably within the next six months anyway. So he understands that, you know, the way it happens is the way it happens. It was unfortunate because he says he would have liked a little bit more time, but he is making me feel that 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 issue with the blockage. There's something about blood pressure involved there too, which of course can affect your heart, right? But so there's something along that line, those lines as well. Now I'm not a doctor diagnosing or prescribing, just telling you what he's saying to me. And so he's also talking about suicide there then, Renee. So is there someone in your family also that passed recently, someone younger that would have been uh, OD'd or it doesn't matter how they commit suicide. So Renee, if you understand that, let me know because I think that's his big reason for coming through. So he can recognize so that he can recognize that that man, that younger man, is also with him. Yes. Um, she's Renee says she knows many people who pass from suicide. Yeah. So there's someone here, younger, that I'm not picking up. And that's probably why your uncle's coming through and speaking for him. Right? Now, Laura, going back to Laura... Laura, who's, there's a young man, her sister's boyfriend, who murdered her sister. And yes, she says that he did leave a, an apology. He did leave an apology note. So, wow. So, it, it tells us interesting how these messages are kind of interlacing, which I love. And it just tells us that this is how spirit works, right? So there's cledons. Again, C-L-E-D-O-N. D-O-N. And what that means is that we can take part of the messages. And obviously, these are vastly different messages, right? But they're also very much the same. Very much the same. 
Yeah. Laura, I don't expect you to explain anything. As long as you got the gist of it, absolutely, absolutely. So anyways, now, I'm going to do one more. There's another, there's a woman here. I love her. I just love her. She reminds me of my aunt, who is just as big around as she is tall. And I take after her, just as big around as I am tall. So I really like this lady. I can associate with this lady. She's telling me it was her job to... This is interesting. She's saying it was my job to feed my family. And what she's making me feel is that they didn't have a lot when they grew up. And this is one of the reasons why she feels like it's her job to feed the family. And make things homemade. Like, let's make a pie. Let's make bread. Let's, you know, do all these things that are homey. All these things that are ways that she shows her love for her family. So this is who this lady is. Now, she's also showing me that her passing was quite a while ago. But she's also saying to me that there was a big... Like there's distance in the family, right? There's distance, like physical distance, right? And she's also showing me, what does that mean? Okay, so she's showing me that there's a blended family, like a multiracial family. And she's talking to me about new babies being born. So she's aware of this. If anybody can take this lady, I just love her. I swear to God, she reminds me so much of my aunt, but she's not my aunt. Anyway, so I have this shorter woman, maybe about five, two or five, three at the most. She's heavy set. The way she showed love was her food. That was that was her. That was the way she showed love. I just I just the the caring and the compassion that's there is just kind of crazy, and. Again, she's talking to me about there being a multiracial family. And something about babies. So I don't know. I'm assuming that there's going to be babies born soon. So if you can take that, please chime in. Mom or grandma for Laura again. Interesting. So Laura, your whole family's coming through. I love it. Now, I'm also picking up with her. She's doing this. So I don't know if she's showing me bracelets. And also, okay, so Renee is saying also the grandmother was native. Okay. So I'm not getting a name yet. More babies all the time, says Laura. So she's doing this. So I don't know if she's talking to me about my bracelets, which are straight hematite. There's no magnetism in them. No magnetism. They're straight hematite, and I use them for migraines. So it sounds to me like either... You have a bracelet of hers, a watch of hers, or she's showing you a way to curb some migraine problems. That's one of the reasons why she's here. Well, that is the reason why she's here, is to try to help facilitate healing or to make someone feel better. Now, so there's a lot of people here that can, that can accept this woman. Um, she beaded. Renee said she beaded. Very good. Yes, could very well be that. Sure. 
and she's also saying lace something about lace so I don't know if she tatted or possibly she crocheted very light lacy things something like that um, no lace she's correcting me there's something about lace so whether she made things out of lace or possibly a uh, baptismal dress or a wedding dress or something like that that you would see lots of lace on yeah so a lot of people are chiming in so here's the thing take the parts of this that you can own and own it just know that your grandma's there but rem but mind you I'm seeing one lady and for me there could be like 20 ladies here but the one who's the strongest is the one who will get through to my my vibration, right? So, oh, Renee says, yes, christening dress. So there you go. It makes sense. All right. Um, she also says, sounds like my grandma. She was a great cook. Always cooked for our family. Money was tight. I have I have her watch. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you just cut a piece of her wedding gown for my niece that has a new baby. Nice very nice so interesting interestingly enough isn't that so i have a renee and a renee two different renees and they that's really funny i love when things like that happen don't you i just love it i love it all right so yeah and one renee says yes there's a biracial marriage with two babies yeah i just love this i love it love it love it so everybody i'm so excited that you were able to watch in today tune in and keep in mind if because i know there's a couple people chatting in the comments about like how do you communicate with your spirit just wait for the replay and then watch it from the start because we get into it right away most most of this was about doing readings and that's fine that's fine but in a nutshell play the game play with spirit don't take yourself too seriously don't take them too seriously know that they're there and play with them just play with them take care my kids i'll see you in a couple weeks for the next mystical direction bye <laughs>